Hi there, this is Alvin, and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain name investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, I'll share a few thoughts pertaining to religious and charitable organizations investing in domain names. Now, of course, there's not a silver bullet answer when it comes to, you know, trying to figure out what's best for religious and charitable organizations outside of not investing in domain names at all. But if that were the case, while this saves time and money, it's also not domain name investing. Nevertheless, today's podcast will focus on arguments for and against religious organizations investing in domain names. So without further ado, let's not waste any time and let's get started first talking about the arguments for investing in domain names. So one of the first arguments um, that I see quite often is that most religious and charitable organizations have common names based on common keywords. So some of those examples are, you know, um, charitable organizations that include names such as Kingdom, Jehovah, Hope, Love, Agape, Lost, Abandoned, uh, Assembly. You get in more into your churches and it's more like First Baptist, St. John, St. Peter, St. Mary, United and Methodist, First Presbyterian, Universalist, Scientology, Mormon, and the list can go on and on. But nevertheless, all of these are common keywords that if you were to go and look in a given town, regardless of the population, city, town, uh, metropolis, you are going to likely find numerous um, religious organizations as well as charitable organizations with those names in them. And so, you know, I look at it as one, this could be an act of if you already have a charitable organization and likely is the chance that there is going to be another charitable or religious organization with the same name or similar name, then Investing in the name names could actually prove to benefit your organization. One, because it could be brand protection. Um, and so just protecting one's brand, but it could also prove to be beneficial, you know, should a given organization uh, closes its doors. So, you know, let's say you are, um, let's just say, First Baptist of. Uh, Austin. Well, we understand that there are 14 states with the city name Austin. Likely is the case, there are at least two to three churches um, in that same area that are likely going to be First Baptist of Austin. Maybe First Baptist Austin of Minnesota. Maybe First Baptist Austin of Pennsylvania. Or, uh, you know, it could be First Baptist Austin, Texas. Nevertheless, if you were to um, gather or, or, or basically go ahead and invest into these different variations of your brand name, um, then it could prove to, like I said, be beneficial that should, you know, a given organization closes doors or liquidates, um, that your organization could be approached, um, you know, as a, I guess, as an interested buyer or an interested um, seller at that. You know, there are many times that there are new churches that launch, uh, many different charitable organizations that launch. And so it could prove that you own something that is of interest to someone else. And, you know, there's where then 
you know, especially when you're dealing with churches, there's where the issue of ethics and morality uh, towards profiting begin, which I'm not even going to dive into that. But, you know, I look at it and I go, there is there's more than one church um, with the same or given name. And so uh, not too long ago, our our uh, the church that I actually call my home church, uh, we had gone through a name change. And what was interesting was at the moment in time, there was a a uh, given domain that was up for sale. And yet our church didn't feel that it was a necessity to go ahead and make an investment of $1,500. Now, in the big scheme of things, in terms of the revenue, um, in terms of giving, in terms of tithes and offering that our uh, given organization was bringing in, that $1,500 was just a drop in the bucket. And so, you know, then we, you know, fast forward a couple of years and we look around and there are at least 50 organizations with the same name or likeness of name. And, you know, I look at it and say, you know, that was a missed opportunity on our church's behalf that it could have invested into um, a really valuable asset, even if, you know, some 50 years down the line or even some most churches and charitable organizations actually probably only live to, I mean, some of them barely even make the 25th uh, birthday. So in most cases, you know, it, if you hold on to it that long, I mean, it's been proven over time since early 90s up until now and even uh, likely more so to be in the future that domain names are going to be valuable. So that being said, I think it is of um, it is definitely something that religious and charitable organizations should consider. Uh, you know, especially if the if you have common uh, a common name that's based on common key words. So you know, give that give that some train of thought. One of the second thing coming back to um, churches is that. Oftentimes, churches sometimes invest in physical real estate. Uh, so one of the, the greatest examples here is the Catholic Church, and it's approximate, I guess, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 2 million uh, acres that, that it owns. You know, if you look at that and then you kind of take and transfer some of the same, um, I guess if you look and say that how they're investing in physical real estate is ultimately how one could look at investing in domain names. It, you know, you view this as an opp opportunity to do what you're doing in the physical, do the same thing virtually uh, with domain names. And so one church comes to mind is uh, Life.Church, which back in 2012, they jumped at the opportunity to apply to be the register of dot, the dot .Church extension. Now, fast forward, Donuts became the register and uh, basically it certainly, you know, brought domains and extensions to the forefront of a forward thinking church like Life.Church. So much so that Life.Church, basically they were using Life.Church.TV and now they use Life.Church. That is their brand. Um, and so, you know, I know there are many thoughts to be had around new domain extensions, um, whether you need to put www dot in front of it or whether you're, uh, you know, you need to call it out in some way. But in terms of what Life Church did, that dot now has become their brand. So when you hear life.church, 
everyone typically knows exactly what church you're talking about. And so at the time of this recording, there are, I believe, 32 Life.Church locations throughout, I believe, 10 U.S. states. And the majority of those are like Midwest United States uh, with a centering primarily around the Oklahoma City and Tulsa metropolitan areas. And so, again, Life.Church, which was formerly LifeChurch.TV, you know, it's also, and some of you um, definitely in, in terms of, uh, of, of the Christian faith and belief, you're likely familiar with Life.Church due to the fact of the YouVersion app, which is a free online Bible application. And while they could have charged and made millions of dollars, you know, they've opted to keep this app free of charge. And so one of the things, that was one of the things that they were going to do had they wanted uh, won the dot church extension was to offer churches. They, you know, they didn't see it as a money making um, opportunity. Although, you know, like I said, it, it it definitely could have been. But that being said, you know, kind of circling back around to the whole Catholic Church in terms of it truly um, not only looking at it from a faith based standpoint, but also just a physical real estate you know, religious organizations um, as well as charitable organizations can do pretty much the same thing uh, with domain names by owning this online real estate. And so another reason for um, investing in domain names for religious and charitable organizations is that it can actually further one's cause. Um, and so this argument probably out of all the ones for is likely music to the ears of an organization that is struggling to secure funding, basically to progress your cause or, or their cause. And so this look at this. It, it's basically it is an option, although, you know, such activity, it could run an organization afoul with the rules and regulations for charitable or nonprofit organizations, which then that causes, you know, either complete loss or, or, or suspension, suspension, say that fast five times, of tax exempt designation. So it's one that you, you really have to um, dot all the I's, cross all the T's. But again, by investing in domain names, you know, you could sell a domain name and that be one option that will further your cause. But again, that can be tricky because of whatever your designation is. Because if you if you got something, let's just say you're doing human trafficking trafficking and that is, you know, your cause. And so you're doing fundraising, yet here on the side, you're also selling domains that are, you know, either dealing with human trafficking or um, not that you're promoting it, but more so that, you know, you're stockpiling these domains in a, in a sense and you're investing in them, but then you're turning around and selling them because it becomes a point of going, well, what is your business? Is it domain name investing and you're making sales or is it, um, you know, is it truly focused on human trafficking? And so that's one of the things that you really have to be aware of is that one, you don't want to lose your designation behind this, but two, you know, you don't, you want to make the best of the opportunity should there be one and it could actually, um, 
you know, advance your cause. And so you kind of have to look at both of them and go, well, how can one advance the cause of the other without, um, you know, causing any strife in terms of loss of designation of being either a 5013C, um, you know, organization, whether it's charitable or just nonprofit. So those are the three arguments, um, you know, that are for. So those arguments are, again, most religious and charitable organizations um, have common names. And because of that common name and it being based on common keywords, it could definitely bode well for you and your organization to invest in domain names because of that reason. The other thing is just related to uh, most especially religious or, or, or uh, faith-based um, organizations, you know, much like the Catholic Church owning the approximate 200 million acres, you can do the same thing with your organization virtually. And then last but not least, you know, like I said, the, the uh, religious organization or charitable organization can actually further their cause by investing in domain names and likely selling them or holding them for long-term investments. So now that we know the arguments for, let's talk about some arguments against why such organizations should invest in domain names. And one of the first um, you know, arguments against investing in domain names is one that I that really for all intents and purposes, this is pretty much covers everyone um, in the industry. And it's it's basically saying that if you're investing in domain names and you're not in your lane of expertise or you just lack experience. And so to me, this can get organizations as well as persons in trouble if they're investing in things that they don't necessarily know about and they're not willing to go learn about. As it pertains to religious and charitable organizations, uh, run your own race. You know, and stay in your own lane. Focus on what you do well and let what you don't do well, you know, let someone else, you know, that's more gifted manage or oversee that area um, of the business. You know, after all, most religious organizations, you know, in most cases, they will name um, or register Oftentimes, and we saw this this past weekend, traveling back from the first uh, Asheville domain investor meetup, there were a few domains that I just pointed out, you know, to my wife in, in passing. I was like, man, that organization does not get it. And they've been in existence some 20, 25 years and yet their domain is horrible. It doesn't pass the radio test. And so, you know, we got to talking and I said, for an organization like that to invest in domain names, um, obviously look at their primary domain name and that, that lets you know whether or not an organization gets it. Um, and there are many organizations that are silently out there, one, with a great primary name, but then two, they are silently buying and, and, and stockpiling, if you will, domain names, and their, and their competition has no clue as to what's going on. And in some cases, some of their comp competition is now defunct and they're grabbing those domain names. And so, you know, they're, they're capitalizing off of it. But all that says, all that to say this, that if that's not your lane of expertise or you lack experience as a person or an organization in terms of investing in domain names, and eh, you know what, you, you might do better 
to double down and focus your efforts on running that business or go out and hire a consultant, bring that person in and allow them to begin to create and work a strategy for you um, that will in the end prove to be more profitable um, because it will save you time and hopefully make you more money along the way. And hopefully that making more money will translate into furthering your cause. So that's number one. If it's not your lane of expertise or lack of experience, stay out of it. Number two, is such investing ethical and moral for religious organizations? I can go ahead and tell you that's a mouthful right there, just on point number two. It can go either way, depending on who you're talking to um, and what their moral compass is. And, you know, there are likely arguments about such investing, whether it's charitable, whether it's uh, religious organizations investing in domain names, being nothing more than gambling, greed, and, you know, just simply immoral, to say the least. And so, again, this comes down to motive of the heart of why such an investment was made by a person or an organization. Um, you know, is it nothing more than speculation driven by the love of money in hopes of, hey, I can get more money out of this. I can further, uh, you know, my own wishes and dreams and desires, uh, you know, at the expense or at, or at exploitation of someone else. You know, is this gain for status, power, control? You know, so it gets down to what exactly is the motive at heart? Now, there will be some people that'll tell you, you know, hey, why did you get into business? Well, we get into business to make money is what uh, most people are going to tell you. Uh, now, if you ask me, I'm going to likely, you know, look at you and say, well, you know, because of my belief, uh, my my faith, my background in terms of Christian belief, I would likely ask you, did God call you to, you know, serve in that space, that place? Um, and, and for some people, you know, hey, they have no conviction in that area. Hey, more power to you. You do what you do. As for me, there are certain things that I just, I look at and I go, I don't necessarily I'm not called to touch that. Um, and for he who is, you know, that's that person's prerogative. But at the end of the day, we all have to answer and look and go, what is ethical? What is moral uh, for us? We cannot project what is ethical or moral um, onto someone else. Even if you did, it's not going to necessarily change that person's uh, belief. So I think for religious and charitable organizations, they have to get down to um, answering the hard questions. You know, are we investing in domain names? You know, is that equivalent to us going down to a convenience store and purchasing, you know, a Powerball ticket? That's something that you have to have those hard questions. You know, is it that you're doing this because of greed? Is it that you're doing it because of fear? Um, is it that you're doing it because it's actually a good thing and you found a way to actually advance the cause and to reach more people um, and to help? you know, transform and change people's lives for the better and not the worse, not that you're doing this because you're exploiting people. Um, and so that's just one thing that you have to consider is, you know, is it is it truly what you're doing? Is it ethical? Is it moral for you and or your organization? Um, last but not least is, is number three, 
greater causes exist than tying up funds in superficial investing. And so this is one of the things that you really have to look at, even if it is a religious or charitable organization, but even also more so in, in your personal finances um, or even in your business finances at that. And I look at it and I go, could you have taken that money and done something uh, uh, more transformative with it. Uh, obviously, you look around, there's poor, there's homeless, there's orphans, there's widows, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, there are special needs. And like I said, the, the list is endless with um, good, wholesome things that you could actually be investing in outside of domain names. There is always a greater turn uh, a greater return investing in the well-being of people as opposed to riches and things. Um, and, and so I look and I go, think about all the good that you could do. Well, yes, you could go out, you could build houses, you could buy cars, but you could also put that same amount of money, that same amount of effort, both tangible, intangible, into someone else and yet that person goes on to become, uh, um, you know, a pay it forward person as well in terms of getting married, having kids. That next generation goes on. And before you know it, one of your small decisions has now been, you know, paid forward seven, eight, nine, ten generations out there. So you really have to begin to weigh the options to say, OK, is me investing in, or is my organization, if we're investing in domain names, is there something else that we could actually do? And that is something that, you know, like I said, you only you know. Um, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and answer that tough question. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's your decision. And so those are the three things like I said, that are are just kind of top of mind for arguments against investing in domain names is number one, that if it is not your lane of expertise or lane of experience, you probably shouldn't do it. Number two, you know, you really have to start answering the uh, ethical and moral implications of your religious or charitable organization investing in domain names is that is that what you're called to do? Is that is that again kind of your lane, or are you you know are you doing something? It'd be like it'd be like a church um, investing in adult names, selling the adult names, and you know building a, a bigger and better church. And while to some people they're like, well, that's not a big deal. Well. Okay, but if what if that adult name ultimately, I mean, you're participating in someone ultimately tearing down their life, um, degrading their life, uh, ending their marriage, and, and on and on and on and on. The list could go on. And so those are the things that are, once we start talking about ethical and moral morality around investing in domain names, and like I said, you do what you want to do, um, Everybody is grown in terms of this is not little kids investing in domain name. We are grown men and women, but we must also be held accountable and we must also give an account 
for how and what we invest in. I'm not here to say it's right or wrong as much as it is at the end of all of this likely going to be life and death. Um, and I don't want any of us to be caught around um, the merry-go-round of exploitation, whether we're being exploited or whether we're exploiting others. Um, and so that's number two is just, you know, you have to consider the ethic, the ethical and, and moral questioning and moral compass that, that you're using um, should your organization find itself investing in domain names. And last but not least, are you tying up funds when you can actually be using those to further your cause in a whole different manner that will likely bring you into greater profitability, not only just from a profit standpoint, but from a well-being of people standpoint. And so those are the three to consider that would that would make, you know, any organization go, well, wait a minute, we should probably reconsider um, and not invest in domain names. So as I close, there are many more angles to be had for and against investing in domain names and objectively answering whether or not religious organizations should invest in domain names. I've only scratched the surface again in covering a few thoughts worth considering, yet I believe to truly answer this question, one has to be transparent with the motive and why such actions align with or derail the advancement of the origin of cause. After all, there are many things that we could all do in life, but wisdom and knowledge allows us to clearly understand and, and differentiate ourselves in terms of eliminating, eliminating the coulds versus maximizing the shoulds. So we can, we can do many things. There are so many things that we could do, but at the end of the day, what should we do? What should we do? What's the right thing to do that ultimately is the greater good for everyone, not just ourselves, but everyone, um, not only in this in this present day, but for generations to come? What's the right thing to do? And sometimes that right thing means that we find ourselves, you know, on, on the end of what the world system would deem um you know, the losing end, but I, t I can tell you this much, if it progresses all of us together, then I look at that and I go, that's a win for everyone, even though I didn't get to maximize the greatest win, you know, in, in terms of saying that I was number one or I was at the top, um, you know, and I exploited people or stepped on people on the way up. No, it's like, hey, I want to do what's good, you know, for the greater um, good of, uh, of humanity. And so it doesn't have to be altruistic. But, you know, like I said, I, I believe that it comes down to ethics, to moral and just your compass of heart uh, of, of why we do what we do. And so with that, like I said, I barely touched the. Uh, uh, the numerous angles that could probably be held. I encourage you to respond to this podcast and let me know if there are any other angles that you're considering or that other religious and charitable organizations should consider 
uh, for or against investing in domain names. So with that, we're out of time. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to Kickstart Commerce, where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business. Please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean. Last but not least, please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the weekly newsletter, sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy. Thanks, and that's all for now.